Welcome to File Enter Entertainment Podcast with Dylan and Eric. I'm Dibbidi-Dabba-Dope-Dow Dylan. <laughs> and I'm Eric. We are back with episode A of our second season. Hey. The music episodes that we've been waiting an entire season to do. And here we are. But first, we have to wrap up our movie stuff since we are horrible individuals and completely forgot how to do it in our mini episodes setting up season two. Okay. We have poll results Got it. from from movies. Let me have them. The chaos episodes where we had Jake and David from mm-hmm. Life is Unfair. Uh, Neverending Story took 50% of the vote. That was the high winner. B-movie, squat, <laughs> zero. Sad. Frankenweenie and Xanadu each had uh, 25% of the vote. Okay. Also sad. Yes. That Xanadu got even a vote. Is yes, that is sad. the sad part. Uh, and then our Chooser's Choice episode where we had the Paranerds, uh, Erica and Jesse. Furious 7. Jesse's going to be so disappointed because that got a bit fat zero. Mm. The Strangers got 40%, as did Gunpowder Milkshake. Uh, and then SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run got the remaining 20% of the Ooh. vote. I, I don't know. Probably Jesse. I'm guessing. I don't know. Even though she hadn't seen it in the first place. Right. So... Right. Uh, yeah, that now officially wraps up the movie season. Eric, now, are you a fan of music? <laughs> I am a fan of music. Yeah. I don't nearly listen to as much music as I should, though. But um, what are you what are you comparing that to? I mean, I mostly listen to podcasts mm-hmm. and just music on occasion. Like when I hear one of my Kinda favorite transition from music to podcasts. Yeah, just because I have so many. I think I need to weed down some of the, the podcasts. I already listen at like two times speed. And right. I, Pretty soon you're still... going to be at four times speed with music in the background. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I hear that, you know, one of my favorite artists put out a new album, I get excited about it. And then, I, you know, I seek it out and try to listen to it. But um, I've noticed that some of the artists that I like are too prolific. They come out with shit. Like I talked to you about uh, Lana Del Rey. Right. She... Just put out a new album and she's already got another one coming out. I was like, that's too much. Well, you have to stay relevant. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's in my opinion. We also just off the pod we mentioned Poe and it's right. another one of my favorite artists, but she only put out like the two albums. There's something about that though. Yeah, it's you know she probably would have put out more if she had her druthers, but um, yeah. yeah, you said there was issues with the some the kind label of label thing, I think. But then in, in my mind, it's almost kind of like perfect because she t- put out two like immaculate albums. No, it's only perfect because you don't have any more stuff to listen to. <laughs> well, they're two Everything's like, like amazing albums. Everything's like a cross off with That's you. like, I, I absolutely love. I know all the words by heart. They're both like just the, like the epitome of the perfect album. And that's mm-hmm. it. There's no more. It's like, that's, that's perfect. It's almost like, I don't know. I, I like when new stuff comes out. Because it's just more art from my favorite artists, right. you know? But then it's just like, oh, shit, that's another thing I got to do now? <laughs> well, don't look at it that way. You're supposed to be doing these things to enjoy. Yeah, there's just not enough hours in the day. There's, like, so many movies and shows that I want to watch. There's so many games that I want right. to play. There's so many, like, you know, I want to interact with you the, find that with the Let's Play Death Ray guys and, uh, you know, on their Twitch stream and whatnot. And I like hanging out with you. I like listening to podcasts. There's just... And then, and I work like over 40 hours a week in a, you know, nine to five. So, uh, there's just not enough hours in the day. I mean, sometimes it's a good thing when musicians stop releasing things. I wish, uh, Blue October would just stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. I don't like it anymore. (laughs) 
I'm not really familiar with any. I think I know. But Dirt we're not room. on B. We're on yeah. A. And that's not going to be your B choice anyway. But uh, our A choices. Yeah. Mine is the All-American Rejects because I remembered the song Swing Swing. And I was like, hey, that one was pretty good. And in desperation, I chose them as my <laughs> A pick. Do you want to reveal what your other A picks, what you were teetering I was going to do Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. Was there another one? Yeah. Oh, AFI. Yeah. And wasn't there another one, too? There was another one? I think so. Alvin and the Chipmunks. No. I thought, I thought for sure there was another one. I don't know. If we can't remember it, there wasn't. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. That tracks. Okay. What's your so, A pick, Eric? Ani DeFranco. Who's that? My favorite artist of all time. Oh. Yeah. And well, so that we don't... also talked about before we started recording that I'm kind of sad that she's like my first pick because just like our movie episode, like one of my favorite movies was Alice in Wonderland. Right. And it's like with this, you know, this is Let's our first put that episode. In the shittiest episode because we don't <laughs> yeah. know what we're doing. We, yeah, we haven't really found our sea legs yet to get comfortable with, you know, what we're going to be doing and how we're going to format things and talking about it. And so it's kind of like it's one of like those... a music note. <laughs> Very good. Mm-hmm. Not what I was going for, but yeah, we'll we'll roll with it. Sure. All right. So. Uh, the people that were with us for our first season talking about movies, we used to give the stats, you know, like the year that it came out yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You were the uh, stats guy. And then Dylan would uh, give his um, idea about the the synopsis. Yep. So My a little bit take, different. Huh? We're going to just trust Wikipedia is up to date. <laughs> And we're going to go with uh, Wikipedia. So the interesting thing about yours is that all the songs that you chose are actually mentioned within the Wikipedia Probably right Probably because so. they're the only good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your artist is first, alphabetically. Uh-huh. So why don't you give us the rundown? All right, I'm going to read this piece of paper that I'm looking at now. <laughs> the All-American Rejects are an American rock band formed in Stillwater, Oklahoma. No idea where that is. <laughs> in 1999. The band consists of lead vocalist and bassist Tyson Ritter, lead guitarist and backing vocalist Nick Wheeler, rhythm guitarist and backing vocalist Mike Kennedy, and drummer Chris Gaylor. Gaylor? Yeah. Wheeler and Ritter are the band's songwriters. Wheeler is the primary composer, and Ritter is the primary lyricist. Okay. The group achieved mainstream success with their debut self-titled studio album, The All-American Rejects. Released in 2003 on the DreamWorks record label, by the way. The album was certified platinum by the RIAA. You know what that means, right? And spawned the single Swing Swing, the song that made me choose them. (laughs) The band's second studio album, Move Along, brought the group further mainstream success in 2005, producing the hit singles Dirty Little Secret, Move Along, and It Ends Tonight, all of which charted in the top 15 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Wow! While Move Along was certified double platinum, baby, their third studio album, When the World Comes Down, was released in 2008 and was later certified gold. Nah, not platinum, not double platinum, gold. (laughs) Its lead single, Gives You Hell, became the All-American Rejects' most successful song to date, peaking at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart and the top five in many other countries. Gives You Hell was certified four times multi-platinum. 
for sales of over 4 million in the United States. All American Rejects have sold over 10 million albums worldwide. They're ranked number 73 on the Hot 100 Artists of 2000s, number 183 on the Billboard 200 Artists of the Decade list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's that uh, discography down there if you want to. Yeah, they got some albums. <laughs> you don't want to. Don't Four uh, of them. Yep. Let the people know. All American Rejects, them. move along. When the world comes down, kids in the street. Moving their feet. There you go. Okay, so the what's the first song on the docket that um, you want us to discuss? The first song we're going to listen to is It Ends Tonight. Okay. So after a brief reprieve, brief reprieve, <laughs> we'll be back. And we are back. We listened to the song. We did. I like... Um, it's got a good build-up, very good build-up, and then uh, got a long bridge, and you're like, oh, where's the bridge going to go? And then it goes back down, and then there's that big crescendo, and it's all very impactful. <laughs> I don't know what the words were. You don't know what any of the words were? No, nah, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah. Something about <laughs> it ending tonight. <laughs> So this is what we're talking about, Probably not finding our uh, our sea legs, yeah. uh, because we don't really know how to talk about music. It's going to be difficult. Here's my recommendation. Yeah. For next episode, five songs each, right? Yes. Print out the lyrics for all of them. Okay. That would be a very good idea. Yeah. I, I feel... Then we can read along. So bad, because... Because your Ani DeFranco will not have that. I know. But I know a lot of the words, like okay. especially the ones that... the the. It was so difficult for me to narrow it down to just 10 songs, let alone five songs to talk about. Like I legitimately only picked like the first decade of her artistry. She's had, she's got 22 studio albums. We're not on her yet, dude. <laughs> I know, but yeah. We're talking I'm about saying, uh, It Ends Tonight by all Yes, yeah, yeah. It it certainly did. It ended. No, it's a it's a good song. Like all yeah, five of these songs were, that you, you chose. Were jamming, you were jamming. I saw. Yeah. They they were good. All five of these songs I knew I had previously mm-hmm. heard before. So I, I don't know a lot of all American reject stuff, but um, this was. You know yeah. what? Um, here's the thing we could try to do. Here's a scenario I could see myself like if I was if life was a movie. And it needed a soundtrack. Here's the scenario that song would be playing in my life, okay? Uh-huh. I'd be... It would be dusk. Okay. No, there would be no sun. Fourth of July, baby. There's about to be fireworks. I'm walking towards them. Oh, I'm a little late, though. But I find this little clearing uh-huh. in the trees. Yeah. And I crawl in there. And then the fireworks go off, and I have a perfect view of them. And that song's playing. Okay. <laughs> I like that you brought it back to movies. <laughs> because that's, that's our that's forte. That's where we desperately want to be right now. <laughs> uh, we're going back to it. Next episode will be our debut of Side Splitters. But right now, again, mm-hmm. so we're on uh, music. And you got any feedback on that, on that song you it's, just heard? It's a good song. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I really like your idea about being more prepared and, and having the lyrics ready yeah. so that we can you know talk about specifically certain stanzas. I don't know. Honestly, uh, that I mean, way you can also break down the different parts of the song too, because that big bridge was interesting. It was almost 
long enough to be like one bridge and then like a mini bridge because it changed and then it changed again and then you get back to that familiar chorus and See, I thought that was a nice touch they could have just ended it after that like initial bridge part but they had that little extra too that little mini bridge with the yeah. with the troll a little mini troll that lives under that's it. right Eric <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about <laughs> It's like big bridges have big trolls and yep. mini bridges have mini trolls. See, get yourself a podcast co-host that understands you. <laughs> yeah. Or that understands music. Because yeah. you know, uh, I'm not it. Yeah. No, I mean, I... I, I yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that all? No. Is that all you had for it ends tonight? Yeah, good song. I mean, it's one of the like the least favorite of the five that you selected. All right. So, I think you know the one that was going to be jamming pretty soon. Though. Swing, swing was the one that you uh, picked them. That was the reason you picked them. Yeah. And that I think is probably their most famous song. Well, according to Wikipedia, uh, gives is you hell one, was. Yeah. Which gotta say. Also was another one of my least favorite of. Yep. Well, up next we got Dirty Little Secret, and after a little diddly diddly diddly, we'll get right to that. What a jam! Yeah, that's uh, that gets you on the dance floor. I bet <laughs> they play that at a wedding. Ah. <laughs> Wait, maybe not. So. I'd, I'd have to yeah, look at the only lyrics. if you're like marrying the the mistress or something. I think I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Dirty Little Secret. Yeah, it's a like nice it. little ditty. Another, like that, another good bridge. Do you know what a bridge is? I now? do. Okay. Yes. You knew. Already. I knew what a bridge what it was before. You were, I just you wanted were to make the joke about gotcha. the fucking. Gotcha. Yes. Oh my god, have you seen that stupid ass commercial? Uh, oh no, you don't. You don't have cable, right? So you, I don't think you have. You probably have not seen the. Commercial. In fact, I don't even want to hear about it. <laughs> It's so stupid. I have to tell people about it now. I think it's a Geico commercial. Okay. Talking about like uh, people becoming their like parents or whatever, and this guy is at this mall and this kid is sitting by a fountain, and the guy who's like, I don't know, thirties or whatever, but he's mm-hmm. he bought a house, so he's now becoming his like his father. Yeah. Right? So he goes over to the kid and he's like, "Hey, you know what kind of fish are in this pond? Oh, come on, don't be coy about it." And he's like, koi fish, they're, they're koi fish. Mm-hmm. That's what, is, it. what is with your attention span today? <laughs> it's, I'm uh, mimicking you, I guess. You're mimicking me? I don't know. But have you we said... reversed roles here? Because I'm like trying to get this <laughs> it's going. It's season two, and... we got to switch things up. Oh, I got to derail it at all. I'm the straight man now? <laughs> oh, no. I'm not prepared for that. But as I was saying about the bridge, Sorry. they, seem, they yes. seem to have a, a knack for them. To do i mean i don't i haven't delved deep into the discography of all american rejects from so. what i could tell you're not missing out <laughs> yeah you didn't even select we were supposed to select 10 songs five of which we discussed on the pod mm-hmm. with the remaining five for you know people to seek out in the spotify playlist that we're going to have right uh, you only were able to come up with the five. Yes. We also were supposed to come up with one song from that artist that we wanted to destroy. And I disagree with that. And you couldn't be bothered to do with it. That's come not on, true. There's, I there's disagree not, with it. There's not a single Bright Eye song that you would say, like, mm, not as best I could do without this one. It should not be 
It's not reflective of who he is as a genius artist. It should be removed, stricken from the canon of his work. No. No? Not a single one. For anyone. Are you serious? Every right piece of art has merit. You have got to be kidding me. No. I'm not. You, Justin Bieber. Sure. You can learn things from listening to anything. You can take influence and create something. <sighs> it's just art, man. It's okay. all art. We, we already agreed that we weren't going to be doing the segment where we're destroying something. Okay. Um, You're sad about that. A little bit. You can destroy all you want. I'm just not gonna. <laughs> All right. You can even pick one of mine to destroy if, it, <laughs> if that's what gets you off, man. <laughs> no, I'm good. But okay, again, you couldn't find another five songs that you thought warranted. I, uh... I listened to like two whole albums. Yeah, and I'm... I don't remember any other song. Remember what I was saying to you earlier? I was saying like they're not bad songs. They're just kind of on. There's songs yeah. that you'd hear like in the background, like at the store or something. You'd be like, "Yeah, this is fine." Well, you sent me a screenshot to tell me what your five songs were, mm-hmm. and then the, there was an, a sixth song that was on there that was playing, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, is that the, is that another one of the songs?" I think. That, and you're like, "No, fuck that song." So I I'm think like, it was horrible. I think I was really upset about it. So I'm like, "Okay, so is that the one that you're going to destroy?" And you're like, "No, I don't want to do that." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "You just said fuck." that song so yeah. like obviously you felt strongly about it enough to say fuck that which song which one was it do you remember uh i've got this screenshot and i can pull it up real quick <laughs> yeah i listened to that first album and then i started listening to that newer album with gives you hell on it and that's where the majority of the it was i wanna was yeah. the name of the song i wanted to turn it off <laughs> it's i wanna a part of it or <laughs> literally that was your response no fuck that song <laughs> so is that the one you're destroying they were also talking about i don't have a destroy i don't think any of the ones i listened to warranted it <laughs> and i said you just said fuck that song <laughs> oh yeah okay so yep. what did you think of dirty little sea i liked it quite a bit yeah it's a yes. catchy chorus it is um good bridge again i like the bridge they break down, kind of like bob your head to yeah, it. Very like head it. bobby stuff. Yeah. Um, very radio friendly. So, I mean, they're not like poet laureates with their lyric writing but by any the stretch. Thing is, but it gets in your head. And yeah, you it's, it's catchy it. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got to give it to them. I mean, again, and I, I haven't delved you know deep enough into uh, one of the albums or whatever, or on all four of their albums to say, you know, like how if it tracks like how this compares to any of the other songs, but if it's anything like you're saying where they're kind of just on and largely forgettable. Yeah. So Houdini's weighing in over there. I don't know yeah. if that picked up. Yeah. I think, I think dirty little secrets pretty good one. Yeah. Um, I agree. That's one of the five. Uh, I think it's probably number two. Okay. And now we are on to move along. So are we doing that? Is that how we're like ranking them? Are, are we, we ranking them? Well, I don't know. Like we're, that's kind of our shtick. That's that. what we're doing. Like, I didn't rank it. No, not on a, like a scale of ten, but I guess in, in, of the five that we discuss, I think we should rank them. You know what order we like them. 
All right. We'll do that at the, at, at the end. Okay. Uh, so are we ready yeah, for we're going to listen to the next song. We're going to move along, I believe, to oh move along. Oh, my God. That move along song gets you moving along, too. And you know why? Because that the drum, the drums and the guitar and the bum 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 It's great. Another one I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. I think the drums really make it. That one. That's high up on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yet another one, very catchy chorus. Those words you just remember somehow. <laughs> yeah, this is what we were saying as the song was actively playing when you were <laughs> jamming out playing yeah. air drums. And I was like, man, I really wish that we could, you know, play the song or at least you know snippets within. Yeah, because it's a uh, it's a tall ask to <laughs> ask someone to go be following along on the Spotify playlist, like listen to the Have song. Have another device separate then... <laughs> for the song. Like, exactly. Okay, I'm ready to listen as well. Yeah. Uh, if only just do that (laughs) that'd be nice you know but for the people that listen on spotify to our podcast it would be nice to play it but we that yeah right yes we we don't want to get in any kind of trouble what is it dmca or dcma i'm kind of copyright claim don't want it so yeah definitely not yeah move along uh again don't know what it's about um catchy lyrics if someone asked me to recite them right now, I couldn't. But if the song was going, I'd know every single one of them. <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, the drums are the the vocal point. Speaking of vocals, mm-hmm. the guy's a pretty good singer. Yeah. His, he's very high up. It's hard to... So I, I think it's most me. noticeable in Swing Swing, where he goes from... Mm-hmm. like ranges right yeah uh, so I, I think that soon. the the progression of him going through the the vocal octaves is incredibly impressive i think it's most on most noticeable well that's that the one. one that's next so yeah so yeah. i think we are well, are we ready to get into it i, I don't want to like I, shortchange these i don't think songs. you said much about it other than you liked it yeah, I I really don't know. I mean, again, excuse me. We'd be better served to have the lyrics so we can yep. you know pick Next go through the stanzas and pick out this was what, you know, my favorite like stanza of that or that whatever, will be very you know, interesting. That the, it's a shame we chorus. didn't do it this time. Yeah. But that'll give give you guys something to look forward to for next time. Again, I I just feel so bad because I think Ani's gonna get the really shrifted here. Sorry. And we had we, we had, had plenty of time to we do had this more shit. than enough time to prepare. Yeah. We just didn't know how we were gonna do things and so, yeah. so it's only gonna get better going yeah. forward. But yeah, it's kind of a shame. Yeah. So. Well, you you know what happens when you sit on a swing? It goes swing swing. So let's swing on over to Good the day. next song, swing swing. Alright. The thing about choruses you know they're good when you can just like stay in them indefinitely you can especially tell if a chorus is super good is if they use a fade out and then you just you were so excited about this one (laughs) you were just telling me like actively as the song was playing i'm like no save it for the podcast what was the other thing i was saying oh with the chorus um what you can do on a song is usually 
your chorus will be a certain length, but the first time you show it to the listener, you cut it in half, basically. And then the next time you show it, they'll like be longing for it. And you really get that with this song. And they really solidify that that's like a safe space to be. That's your happy spot. And you go through this like kind of journey with like another like dramatic bridge and you want that resolution and then they give it to you in spades by like keeping you there indefinitely then at the end you're in the chorus forever because it never ends it fades out it could still be going right now you don't know you just don't hear it (laughs) it's the song that never ends i I like when songs do that where it, it makes it seem like it is going on perpetually and it's just like they're continuing to just jam out in the studio and just yeah. sing that forever and ever and always, and we're uh, we're just yeah. passing by, you know. We're, we got other things to do, mm-hmm. and so we just saw them for that brief moment in time, and then we're we're moving and along. Like, like you were like saying, the, um, the range in the verse, he goes yeah. into that falsetto, he goes from his low to that high, just like seamlessly, and it sounds really cool. Yeah, very catchy. Obviously, vocally trained, like we were talking about mm-hmm. with that other guy that we. Well, don't mention him. <laughs> yeah. He who shall not be named. <laughs> the Voldemort of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we it's... got uh, one more. Uh, did you want to say anything further about Swing Swing? I thoroughly enjoy it. Me too. It's It's a jam. And I think it'll be an eternal jam. I think... Any age that I am, I can turn that on and be like, yeah. Yeah, well, you were mentioning right off the, the bat. It just, it's so iconic that you, you had said, like, anyone could recognize a song, whether you know the name of it or not. Yeah. You know that that's a song because it's, it starts out. With that dramatic buildup. Yeah, yeah. It's, With those, it's really uh, great. Uh, it's like a church organ. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's a very haunting but yet melodic sound. And then it has, like, that, you know, the the guitar riff that's almost like, heavy metal hard yeah. rock esque. Right. It's but then it goes more into like the, the pop rock structure. Yeah. But yeah, it's an incredibly iconic, super great song. And good drums really. again. Yeah. Another just, good drum. Very These guys good. are good at their craft. Yeah. Well at least for the song. Yeah. <laughs> and with the five songs that we're talking about. Uh-huh. Alright, so we got one more. Yeah. And then we move on to your, your favorite ever. Yes. And I'm gonna say some things. I I'm worried, a little concerned. It's not inherently bad. But instead, let's uh, get through Give mm-hmm. You Hell. Here we go. Let's give you some hell. Yes. All right, we're back, and here's my theory. I think it was four times platinum mm-hmm. because it's like everybody's got like an X. Yeah. So it's like, hey, this song though, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I yes, I, I definitely it's a it's a nice revenge song. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it from that standpoint because like yeah, like you said, everyone's got a, an ex, and most of the time it's like a it's an ex that ended poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I don't like, what I take umbrage with, oh, as okay. you know, I got to throw that in there. You do. Uh, I don't like the like the toxic masculinity dude bro choir kind of thing you didn't like the use of the uproarious crowd huh? yeah you said uproarious crowd and all yeah. i heard was just like fucking frat boy Bunch like of drunk 
Yeah, to like fresh off they and like doing them. a keg stand, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that fucking bitch that wouldn't let me like plow her and all of her like sisters and all of her friends and her mom and her aunt." Yeah, that bitch. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I think all that's happening in your head <laughs> and not in the song. <laughs> yes, I don't know. It just seemed. It seemed like it was definitely giving off that kind of vibe. I'm, it would be nice if that. they would have had some like women in that choir along because women have toxic exes too. Maybe there was a woman. I didn't hear any. Maybe it, she was very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the weakest. She was probably knocked out roofied by one of the fucking oh my, dude okay. pros. <laughs> right now you're making it worse. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. I find the line and then I just sprint right across. It. <laughs> so that's all American rejects. Yep. All right. So are we going to uh, get into the rating portion or not until like I guess the... we can try. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, where did it go? There it is. So I think I would rate Swing Swing number one. Yes. I concur. That is also my number one pick. Move Along would be number two. That would be my number three. It Ends Tonight is number three. That's my number four. Four is Dirty Secret. That's number two. And then in last place, the four times platinum gives you hell by all American rejects. Yes, I agree. Okay. So now we need to get into Ani DeFranco. Do you want to talk a little bit about yes. where your love for Ani DeFranco came from? Being like a, a, a strapping Navy boy seems kind of weird stuff to be listening to. Uh, I don't know. I... I think it was it was a music magazine that I did encounter while I was in the military. I had never heard her before, and it was a rave review for the album Dilate. And I was like, oh yeah, it seems like it's my kind of like you know music, uh, female like singer songwriter angsty kind of thing. I'll give it a, I will give it a try. Uh, yeah, I got that CD. And I never looked back. And you pooped your pants. Still my favorite. So what about what about it? Do you like so much? Fucking everything. There's, oh my god, especially the title track. Dilate. Yeah. Okay, let's listen to it. Dylan. Uh, yeah. My. Uh, <laughs> sorry, getting, we're back. Dylan's getting way too far ahead of himself. I wanted to dilate being my all-time favorite song. I wanted to save kind of for last. So he put it uh, as number one on the playlist he gave me. So yeah, because I, it is I my was favorite. Song. Ready to go. So what? What is the order that you want me to do it in? Then? I will tell you in a moment. First, I have to do the stats. Like you gave the stats for all American rejects. So here's the stats for yeah. Ani. Angela Maria Ani DeFranco, born September twenty third, nineteen seventy. Her birthday is in a couple days is an American singer-songwriter. She has released more than 20 albums. DeFranco's music has been classified as folk rock and alternative rock, although it has additional influences from punk, funk, hip-hop, and jazz. She has released all of her albums on her own record label, Righteous Babe, giving her significant creative freedom. DeFranco supports many social and political movements by performing benefit concerts, appearing on benefit albums, and speaking at rallies. Through the Righteous Babe Foundation, DeFranco has backed grassroots cultural and political organizations supporting causes including abortion rights and LGBTQ plus visibility. DeFranco released a memoir, No Walls and the Recurring Dream, on May 7th, 2019 via Viking Books. 
and it made the New York Times bestseller list. She has a new album out, Revolutionary Love, that was released earlier this year, which, regrettably, I have yet to hear. Oh, yeah? How far down the list is that one on your... What, into <laughs> into getting around to listening to it? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, mean, what's stopping you from going home and putting it on before bed? <laughs> Not owning it yet is the the thing. No, I mean, can you all, hear it on Spotify? I I don't know, probably. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so I had made mention earlier, but now that we're actually talking about her specifically, all of these songs that I chose, like all ten of them, not just the five that we're going to be discussing, but all ten were from the first decade ish of her uh, releases. Gotcha. I could have done another whole album with another... Uh, it was so tough to mm-hmm. pare it down from 10 and then especially to 5 right. to just to talk about. Holy shit. So fucking hard. Like, I almost couldn't do it. I, I, think, I think I sent you two different lists because I, at one, at one time, I changed one of the songs because I was like, yeah... Okay, well, I'll hopefully it's out. the one on this playlist, <laughs> because these are yes. the ones that I heard. Yes. What so, is the first one? Little Plastic Castle All is right. the first one that we're going to listen to. Can we do that now? We can do that now. All right. All right. That so, was Little Plastic Castle. Yeah, I, I like about it that um, it goes in a direction you don't expect it to. It becomes very boisterous and upbeat and... Um, I'm really bothered by her songwriting. Like, the... Just... So what I love about it is probably what you hate about it, uh, in that it doesn't really follow, like, a chorus-heavy structure. You're very much about, like, choruses and looping back to choruses, and a lot of hers are just... It's, like, a free-flowing kind of... Uh, stanza, 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 stanza. Some of those songs have choruses, but uh, this one doesn't, as the uh, Dilate does not. It just mm-hmm. tells a long, kind of just like narrative thing. You also had made mention about like the rhyming scheme, which there is one, it's just not always the th- like. The thing I have a problem with is there's long stretches of those verses before she gets to the rhyme scheme that is like it's similar to the first verse so she wrote it like that deliberately the thing i'm like bothered by is you you really could write anything and say anything where she's like doesn't have that rhyme scheme and it just bothers me that there's not that concrete thing that i can look at like okay this is here because of this it's it's like spoken word stuff yeah, that's fair, but I think you have to look into her lyrics. It's very heavy with like simile and metaphor, which is another thing that I absolutely love. Which Marrow, uh, which we haven't talked about yet, there's a whole thing where she like equates herself to being a cigarette that's being thrown out on a curb, and it's just it's fucking remarkable, dude. It's like her. That's <laughs> her her structure and just her delivery and. Like you had made mention about uh, like how it starts out. It starts out like really soft, and that's the title. That's the like the lead song. That's mm-hmm. the title track of the album, and that's what starts it out. Yeah. It's it's very just low key. It's her. I don't even think that there's like the, the guitar accompanying with, 
and then it gets into like the big boisterous like big yeah. band kind of thing with horns and right. all kinds of shit you which know, I like, like a lot not stereotypical like rock band kind of things which mm-hmm. it's also it, it is that that uh like jazz and yeah. hip hop kind of influenced big fan mm-hmm. of jazz personally big fan I I think it's an okay song. <clears throat> I'm on the fence about her. I'm I have a feeling like if you looked if you listened to a lot of her all at once, you would see a lot of similarities in how she writes and a lot of it seems very like string of consciousness, mm-hmm. like freeform kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's fine, but I want it to follow structure sometimes. Well, these, the songs that I picked, the, the five that I settled on, I wouldn't even necessarily say are my five favorite mm-hmm. Ani songs. I just think that they're the five where I think that lyric writing is really important, that the message that she's trying to convey, mm-hmm. like this is another one where it's like, this was late 1990s, mm-hmm. Ani DeFranco, where LGBTQ stuff was still right. know, very much like shunned and she's openly talking about mm-hmm. being in a relationship with a woman and being like on like a, a weekend trip somewhere where they're being ostracized right. just based on their sexuality. And I think that's an important message. I think she's an incredible you know, icon, not only for, for the gay community, but I think she helped ushered in, ushered in a lot of people that were just like really confused about their, their sexuality. And I think it's important and she was groundbreaking from that respect and just has... Man, I, I fucking love her, dude. Like, so much. And that the dilate song, which I want to save to last. I hope that's not the one that you have the problem with. No, it was one that came later. I know that. It's oh my god, that the song. It literally every time I hear it, still, and I, I've heard the song. I don't know thousands of times. Mm-hmm. It gives me chills. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I get literal have, goosebumps. Have you ever tried playing that song? while uh, Rudy reads the letter. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think I would probably explode. Comatose? Yeah, uh, I think that would, yeah, that would, <laughs> that would put me over the edge. Well, that's fucking hilarious. But no, I listened to it, I think, twice just on the way coming here. And without fail, at that point, uh, at the same point in the in, song. In which song? Dilate? Dilate. Okay. It, Gives me You're gonna goosebumps. have to point that point out to me. Yeah, you you will see probably the goosebumps on <laughs> my skin as it 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 doesn't matter how many times I hear it, it's just it's so impactful to me. It means mm. so much to me, as a lot of her music does, and that's why I said it again. I'll just reiterate: it was so hard for me just to pare down mm. because so much of her music means so much to me. But yeah, these five that we're talking about is. Uh, Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to lead. I, I know a lot of people aren't familiar with her work too, and so I think if you like this song, or if you're at least intrigued by it, I think the longer we go in the progression, hopefully, it will lead to the crescendo that is dilate, and then you'll be hooked, and you'll be an Ani fan like me. Unless I shit all over it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What's the next song on the docket, then, Eric? I, I actually have to consult the. List. All right. It is. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and pause. Or you wanted to. I need to announce which one <laughs> to listen to. 
shit. Sorry. Never prepared this guy. 32 flavors. 32 flavors is what we're going to listen to now. And we're back. Yeah, it gets a little uh, jammy there at the end. Yeah, I so. like it. Very uh, puts you in a trance. <laughs> kind of a little bit. Dance. Yeah, it's that's the the one part. So like the last, what is it, forty five seconds to a minute of that song? Oh, it's just more than a minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I you can probably skip past it. I, I no, no, I don't think so. I think you should listen to it. I think it. I think it's very impactful. And I think it's very nice. I, I still like it, obviously, because it's her. It's just it feels like as profound as the lyrics were uh speaking which, of lyrics i'm going to say some really quick yes that i thought, thought were very poignant thank you as if you write yeah, exactly <laughs> i was just gonna say that as if i'm responsible for it god help you if you are an ugly girl because too pretty is also your doom because everyone harbors a secret hatred for the prettiest girl in the room see how that rhymes so nice <laughs> And God help you if you are a phoenix and you dare to rise from the ash. A thousand eyes will smolder with jealousy while you are just flying past. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I like that. That's right? not even my favorite stanza, though. I like the, both my parents taught me about goodwill, mm-hmm. and I've done well by their names. Just the kindness I've lavished on strangers is more than I can explain. Mm-hmm. But there's plenty that turned out, or what's it? There's plenty... There's many, many who've turned out their porch lights just so I would think they were not home and hid in the dark of their windows till I'd passed and, and left, left them alone. alone. Yeah, that's Very, so sad, you know, mm-hmm. that she has given everything of herself to others and then there's lots of people that just, like, won't reciprocate. And I think a lot of people go through that. Yeah, that's sad. That's sad. Yeah. But that stanza alone is one of the main reasons that I, I chose the song because it's... Yeah, it just, it means a lot to me. Again, it's it, one of my favorite songs. I wouldn't say it's probably even top five, but just the lyric writing, I think, is really on point, and you mm-hmm. appreciated it more from the standpoint that they rhymed this time because you said that the the free-flowing stuff wasn't your really your forte. So. Yeah, I'll get into it when it actually happens. <laughs> well, it was funny. As we're sitting there listening along, you're like, that rhymed, that yeah. rhymed. And after, like, the second stanza, you're like, okay, I like this one. Because yeah. it rhymes. Because <laughs> it kept rhyming, yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever Well, I takes. told you the reason was because she's able to make these rhymes and still say things that are incredibly poignant. And, yeah. Um, just when they rhyme, it sounds so pretty, you know what I mean? It's pleasant on the ears. So it's like you get that double impact. You got that tickle of dopamine from the word sounding fun. Yeah, and you got that tickle of like a spark of like, hey, now I'm thinking about something that I wasn't before because of what I just heard. Yeah, and that's good. I appreciate that. So All right, what's the next one? Is the it next, the one I don't like? I don't. I don't know. All we right. only have three left. We have gray, uh-huh. then marrow, and then dilate. Okay, so we're gonna do gray now. Yes, we are. Here we go. <laughs> And that's another good one. Another, she rhymes. <laughs> Since that's the, the threshold of what <laughs> comprises a good song. Now that was a, a little bit of a, a downer, a little bit more uh, slow and kind of you know depressing song. But I think it, uh, it it talks about mental health 
pretty well. I mean, I, one of my favorite parts is where she says, as bad as I am, I'm proud of the fact that I'm worse than I seem because she's putting on this brave face. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's an important thing to talk about, you know. Um, everyone struggles with at least some level of, you know, uh, mental health issues and, and anxiety, at least in my opinion. And uh, I think it's... It's a stigmatized thing um, that we've had conversations with you know, one of the, the guys that we had on our music uh, interview thing. He's a big advocate for mental health, and um, we struggle with it to varying degrees. And you know, we know other people who who do. And uh, there's something to be said, you know, that about putting on that brave kind of face. Mm -hmm. you know, to to the public and you know, to friends and family, but just being completely devastated inside, and, and she even admits, you know, she's she should be happy. You know, she says, "What kind of paradise am I looking for? I've got everything I want, and still I want more." Right. It's you know because she she is a, a creative person that started her own label and started from scratch and and made a livelihood for herself by doing what she loves and is passionate about. And yet, I'm sure there's still some level of her that wishes that she was <coughs> big, you know, that she had music on fucking CW shows. Well, I think I think what it, it captures well is that feeling of, like, no matter how beautiful or pleasant the things around you are, when you're in that um, fog of depression, everything around you does seem like it's got some kind of gray filter on it everything seems fucky yeah and no matter how well things are going things still feel like they're horrible and that's it's yeah. miserable it's sad but it's something that uh, that needs to be talked about more i mean we need to take the stigma out of you know talking about mental health i think if everyone was just more you know uh, transparent about you know how they feel it's uh I think the world would be a better place. I think, you know, too often people put on that that brave face and just are completely devastated inside and don't ever talk to anyone about how they're feeling and, and things just keep mm -hmm. getting pottled up and it just gets all, that much worse. And uh, But I think this is a, a really good song that shows that no one is... It's above, you know, feeling like shit. Yeah. So, yeah, another really good one. I agree. I liked it. So that leaves two. Yeah. One of which I know I... I <laughs> which is going to fucking ruin me for uh -huh. life, I think, if it's if it's dilated. Well, either... So both of these songs uh, mean a lot to me, and I think both of them are just, you know, incredible from a lyric writing standpoint. Um, but, yeah, I... <laughs> I will break down on the podcast if uh, Dilate is the one that Dylan's talking about. What we are going to be listening to Marrow. Now. Here we go. Yeah, that's definitely the one. I... So, good news, bad news. <laughs> that, that was uh, the one that Dylan did not care for, which means that Dilate uh, is still in the running for one that was potential that he likes which is my all-time favorite song of all time but marrow he did not care for uh and it's not really the rhyming structure because there, there is, is none there is one 
No, she does it when she feels like it. She rhymes when she feels like it. It's just weird and unpleasant to listen to <laughs> because you you don't have that expectation of where things are going. So there's no resolution ever. So you're just sitting there listening to somebody talk, basically, and it's just not compelling to me. I think that the lyrics, if you if you read them and follow along, I did. it tells a narrative story. And I you especially were... didn't like the canned goods, the bombshell. Yeah, because it's talking basically about like a doomsday prepper, and then if you know, not literally, but like figuratively. And then this was also what I had mentioned earlier about that part where she like uses a metaphor of being. Uh, like a cigarette that's thrown out of a window and right. shattered into a shower of sparks on the curb. That to me, that's fucking incredible. That that is good. But none she got of, thrown none of, out the window of love's El Camino. That's like that's fucking amazing, dude. That's like that's tier top tier, fucking lyric writing there. And then lyric the, though poetry writing, sure. Lyric, I disagree highly. Because well, but you said you said earlier when I was giving shit about like Justin Bieber and, and talking about like songs that we want to destroy. You said every piece of art is worthwhile, so you mm-hmm. have to say that this is a, a this is a piece it of is. art. To be I'm cherished. telling you, I'm I'm telling you what I don't like about it. Okay. And I have a feeling that she has this writing style a lot. But I know how for twenty albums. I know twenty two albums. I know how much lyrics mean to you, and I don't understand how you can't see like through the fucking subtext. And you know just, what like, would have the... been really cool is if she painted that image and followed a rhyme scheme. But I, I really that I don't understand that that's the threshold that hangs you up. Like, there's no song or there's no artist that doesn't have like a set A B A C kind of. You can't have that for the like the whole thing. The whole this is like a five minute long song and you don't have any of that safety net of familiarity because she does whatever she wants whenever she wants in the song yeah and that's part of the creativity and the art that she's creating is that she's not she's never been one to follow that kind of structure like we were talking about uh the music or the business related stuff that you said that you have mm-hmm. absolutely no interest in. Yeah. And you said like you're striking your own path and doing your own thing and you know, like being a rebel or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what she's done. You know, founding yes, Righteous Babe yeah. Records and you're just doing her own thing and not conforming to set structures in terms of songwriting, in terms of, you know, having a, a major label dis- mm-hmm. uh, distribution, like just paving her own way has kind of been her thing and she mirrors that with her her songwriting and i think it's incredible i think it's really impactful with the the metaphor and it's it means a lot to me but the big one the big test is dilate all right and that is upcoming right now she says smorgasbord she does and she says it in a really fun way I'm gonna highlight something for you here. Yeah. What's what's that? All of that is just free form, no rhyme, no no rhyme structure at all. 
just like a whole paragraph, and then you finally get to a lists rhymes with fists, and then that's all yeah. you got for the rest of the f- that for fucking st- stanza there. You've got one rhyme well, in no, this whole paragraph. that are bottled up, and then I'm, I'm uncorking bottles and filling up cups. Cups rhymes with up. Within that same stanza, though, you have, I shouldn't have go to. ahead and have a taste of your own medicine, and I'll have a taste of mine. But first, let's toast to the list that we hold in our fists of the things that we promise to do differently next time. That's fucking incredible, Sears. I highly disagree. Okay. It's unpleasant to hear. There's no resolution, and I don't like it for that reason. I hope like hell you pick a song coming up in the future that has no fucking like set rhyme scheme and you're like, oh my god, I love this so much. I'm like, it didn't follow the A B A C rhyming standard. That's not it, dude. Fucking shock you can shock, do, goddamn You can bad. do whatever you want, but you fall into that area where you're just writing poetry. You're what changes it from lyrics to poetry? It needs to have some kind of musicality the, to it. It and does have musicality. The musicality that's playing in the it background. It sounds like shit, though. It's like, I... There's no resolution in the words. She could be saying anything for that whole, like, paragraph that I showed you. And it's just... I... It, it can... It can follow a structure at least a little bit. It does. There's things that rhyme within that. Yeah, she plays it loosey-goosey with her. There's not a set fucking thing where it's like, you know whatever a b a c blah 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 but there's things that rhyme within the stanza that you showed me so the the problem is i know how like easy it is to just sit down as a writer at, and write i don't i'm not going to put any of that shit in a song because it's all fucking it doesn't it's not the same and you can't just do that for like every single song. I don't know if that's what she does for her having twenty two albums, dude. Like it's got to be. But with the other ones that you heard, it, Gray has a rhyme scheme. How much of them are like this that you know? I don't know. Dilate. I don't think has like the one that we're gonna listen to. It's a. It has no chorus. It has. It just. It's. I don't know. Uh, I, you're probably gonna fucking shit all over it too <laughs> do you remember that i liked the last like three you remember that yeah I, I warned you that there was gonna be a point where i didn't like the lyrics okay i'm not <laughs> all right what do we got all right dilate now here we go that's another good one i like that one does that make you feel better? Yes, I'm so pleased. I, yes, once again, I got chills listening. Hmm. I, every time. The one, uh, like the, the stands after, so I'll walk the plank and I'll jump with a smile. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to do it with style. But you won't see me surrendering, you won't hear me confess. Because you've left me with nothing, but I work with less. Oh my fucking God. Oh, Jesus. Your Just, eyes are all uh, different now. <laughs> she... Just in general, just just hits me um, on another level. You know, it it puts me in a, in a certain mindset just listening to her. But hearing that song, I mean, it's my favorite song of all time. I can 
listen to it a billion times and, and never get sick of it. And like I said, it, it never fails to, to give me chills and give me goosebumps, always at that, that same spot. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it <laughs> resonates so so impactfully with me. It just, uh, yeah, it, it means so much to me. Uh, I if I it. ever thought about, I, I definitely thought about like getting a back piece uh, with like the lyrics from from that stanza through the rest of the song, yeah. But that <laughs> when, wow. I, when I got old, it would just be a wrinkly mess because you know <laughs> text especially doesn't you know tend to last in tattoo form yeah. too well. Uh, so it would uh, <laughs> that'd be a lot of words that would just be all jumbled together. <laughs> and uh, but yeah. yeah, that's how much it means to me that I would wow. you know, fucking ink it on my body permanently. All right, well, it, I didn't hate it. I, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite one. I do have a favorite, I think. It's that one. What the hell was it? Just a, so within that same stanza, I think the the reason it's like uh, she says, I I learn every room long enough to make it to the door, and then I hear a click shut behind me, and every key works differently. I forget every time, and the forgetting defines me. Yeah, that's what defines me. See, and yeah. it goes into that refrain. Right. It's like, oh my god, that just it it hits me so hard. Mm-hmm. It oh, <laughs> I don't even know how to how to explain it just i hope people i honestly wish because you know you hear music long enough and you you know every beat every nuance every breath right. i wish that i could hear it again for the first time mm-hmm. you know are you like that with any song where it's like you it's your favorite song you listen to it so much that you wish that you can hear it again with like virgin ears and experience it like anew oddly enough the songs that i'm most like passionate about i've had to listen to like a couple times before i actually like them um i think that's how i am with a lot of music though i i need to really like dig in and understand what i'm hearing because hmm. when i first heard bright eyes i thought it was fucking horrible i hmm. don't know what song it was but i, I didn't like it and then I what had, made you double back i well i had uh I had a girlfriend at the time make me a CD with a bunch of, and one of his came on, and I was like, who's this? And then he told me it was Bright. I was like, no shit. (laughs) Well, spoiler alert, we're going to be hearing a lot of Bright Eyes in our (laughs) next episode. Maybe you'll you'll get a chance to get a little bit of revenge and shit on something I like. (laughs) No, I I don't, your opinion is your opinion, and I, I don't think that, you know, you're any less valid for for having that thought you didn't like the song and i mean i can appreciate that it just it seemed weird we had kind of like a pseudo argument off mic where we were talking about like where i was (laughs) like i i can't believe that you would think that this uh like justin bieber song you know written in a room by like nine dudes that just followed a rhyming structure would be better than a song that Ani, you know, writ, wrote and composed herself, and you're like, fundamentally, yes. And I'm like, oh my god, I, I can't, I can't even right now. Like I, well, in Dilate, <laughs> she does that double rhyming scheme where she has two different words that she's rhyming with at the same time. But it's a continuing narrative with no chorus, and I know how much you like choruses. A and... lot of a lot of my stuff doesn't have choruses. So maybe I'm just a fucking hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know. I think mostly what it was with that song, you kind of admitted to it, was it like the the it lost me at the canned goods like yeah. immediately. <laughs> and then when I realized there wasn't a like a rhyme thing that I could be keeping track of, but, I just lost it. Yeah, and you actively said, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" She says smorgasbord. Yeah. Well, it also doesn't help that it goes on for like five minutes. It is a long song, but a lot of her songs tend to be so. Uh yeah, that I, I do. I, I have to thank you for pulling up the lyrics of those songs. We didn't do that with all American Rejects. I, I f- have a feeling. If it was something that you were more passionate about, that we would have taken the time to do that. Yeah. Well, we'll have them all from now on. Yeah, uh, but I do. I definitely appreciate that you you knew how much Ani means to me, and so you did pull I did up the lyrics wanna, so that you want to cripple her on your episode. Here. Thank you. Um, yeah, I I feel like we. Now it feels like we talked about your songs for like two minutes and then moved on and we've done like these con- entire dissertations on, on every Ani song. But uh, All right, what's the yeah. order here? I think I have mine. We'll just do, I'll do mine and you can tell me where you put the song. Okay. All right. So my number one pick is uh, 32 Flavors. Really? Yeah, I really like that there's that minute and 30 long 30 second long like uh like congo like <laughs> yeah like the, drums so what like, i was saying that you can skip past is the what no, uh, i think to it no i think it really <laughs> adds to the song i think i think it's just a, a pleasant song to listen to um a good one to jump into if you've never heard her before i think this is pretty accessible i'd say um they go to that one and then do dilate which would be my second okay it's obviously my number one um then i'm i'm gonna do gray for number three okay little plastic castle for number four and then marrow is and then marrow i (laughs) you don't even want to rank it um uh dilate number one okay uh Little Plastic Castle, two. Uh, gray, three. Uh, 32 Flavors, and then Marrow. So Marrow is the last one for you. As well. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's not my favorite song either, but I, I thought, you know, especially... Ah, I wonder why that is. No, for the reason of the, the metaphor. Like, the, the what really gets me in that is, you know, talking about like equating herself to a cigarette that's thrown out of a car. It does paint a cool image. It's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's and so much of her stuff is just so impactful and profound. And uh, she's a lyrical genius, just an amazing guitar player. And it, all, all the rest of the music that she's obviously not doing, but that she's composing and putting together, just her art and her craft is just, she's so, so fucking cool, man. I just I, I well, you gotta check out that new album and let me know how it is. I'm sure it'll be great. Let I haven't know if it's haven't if heard it, one. If it's some marrow or if it's 32 flavors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, got anything else, buddy? Um. So we said that Bright Eyes is gonna be your pick. Right. So I will let you choose who, because I have it between two, either Bush. 
or the artist that you're named after, Bob Dylan. I think that he should probably be represented. And I'm not going to choose him for D because we are... Uh, so... Yeah, do Bob Dylan. Okay. I think that... I mean, he's got another one that's uh, pretty prolific with uh, a huge catalog of things to choose from. So I think choosing 10 songs and then paring it down to five that we can discuss is... Are you going to be able to do that with Bright Eyes? Because I'm sure there's more than 10 songs that you... Oh, yeah. Have. It'll, be, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'll so. find five that'll mean a lot to me and that I also I'll pepper in some that I think you'll like so. okay so oh but for next episode that we do is going to be side splitters alright so we <laughs> so we just have to pick any movie basically yeah but one that we're going to be able to actually have so it can't be like a you know like a, a solo art piece where it's just yeah. one person in it because that wouldn't work too well so yeah, uh, next time you hear from us will be our first uh, movie-related episode of Season 2, introducing Side Splitters. So we are going to slam that record cabinet shut. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>